Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Entrick, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BDEntrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. It was a short six games on a Thursday, four in the daytime, two in the evening. Hope you guys enjoyed your action on the diamond. I am here to recap Thursday's news, notes, and more, and get you ready for Friday's full 15-game slate of action. It starts at 6.35 p.m. Eastern time. Let's talk about some of those news and notes. The Washington Nationals signed Fran Mill Reyes to a minor league deal. The Franamil was hitting 186 with two homers and uh, seven RBIs with a 37% strikeout rate with the Royals over 19 games before the Royals DFA'd Franamil Reyes, and the Nats took a chance on him. It makes sense. Why wouldn't the Nats take a chance on him? They have nothing really going. They um, could use a little thump in that offense. There's not a lot of power there. It's a great spot for a player like Franamil to hopefully you know, get some at-bats, maybe get, his, get, get right, or just realize maybe he just doesn't have what it takes anymore. So good spot there for Franamil, something to monitor, not a, not a must-add by any means in fantasy but something that could uh, come to fruition and be you know, nice at some point in time. New York Yankees placed catcher Jose Trevino on the IL and recalled Ben Rortford, uh, the jacked-up backup catcher to Kyle Higashioka now for the time being. So Trevino, IL, Higashioka should be the starting catcher for the most part, but Ben Rortford does have some pop in that bat, so keep an eye on him in your deeper formats. Sticking with the Yankees, Josh Donaldson just gets better and better. He's got his injuries, he tries to come back, can't come back, so on and so forth. Well, now he cut his thumb playing with his daughter at home. Got to love those freak uh, baseball injuries. So he'll be starting a rehab assignment pretty soon, about the same time as Giancarlo Stanton. They're on pretty much the same schedule now, thanks to the setback that Donaldson suffered, and they're supposed to both start their assignment next week. The Yankees uh, are heating up at the plate. Uh, Judge went deep yet again on uh, Thursday night. So we'll have to uh, wait and see how this all pans out, but a nice uh, addition for the Yankees. St. Louis Cardinals manager Ollie Marmel said Matthew Libertor was great in his first time. He, he admitted that much and that uh, Libertor will get a start on the upcoming Ohio road trip, which is great because earlier in the day reports out of St. Louis was Libertor would go to the bullpen and be more used there and eventually start later in the season. Now he's at least going to get a start in the upcoming road trip. But at the same time, Ollie Marmel said, if there is a need for him out of the bullpen before then, we will gladly use him there. So it just makes it difficult because this guy's super talented, should be an amazing fantasy acquisition. But if he's going to be pitching on the bullpen, obviously limits his upside. So watch for more news this weekend before you go get bid happy in your fab world. The Yankees, another more Yankees news. Ian Hamilton, the, one of the better relievers in their bullpen, left to his outing a couple of nights ago. He now hits the IL. He'll miss around four weeks with a groin injury. Something to monitor there with Ian Hamilton. Sticking in New York, but going to the Metropolitans side of things, Starling Marte missed Thursday's game with a hand injury that he sustained by getting hit by a pitch on Wednesday. 
He's day-to-day as x-rays came back negative, and we'll see where this goes with Marte. On a recent podcast that I did with Ryan Bloomfield, Bubba the Bloom, we actually dove into Starling Marte a bit because the power numbers are down a ton, but every other metric is in line pretty much with his past success. you got to imagine the power is going to come sooner than later. Some more good news with the Chicago White Sox. Liam Hendricks, he is going to throw a live batting practice with the White Sox on Friday. If all goes well, we could see him back in the White Sox very, very soon. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., still day-to-day, did not suit up or was on the starting lineup on Thursday. That's back-to-back games for Vladito as he's battling his knee injury. But he did take uh, some swings in the batting cage, did run around a bit and, and work on his knee. So hopefully he'll be back sooner than later. Todd Me Edmund left Thursday's game with a lower, lower abdomen soreness, is what it was called, as he collided into the outfield with his teammate. And uh, that's not good. But the, uh, I guess on the bright side, the Cardinals have a million options in the outfield. So they got that going for him. But Tommy Edmonds day-to-day for now, something to monitor going forward, lower abdomen uh, soreness. So I'm curious. Lower abdomen, so it's not even as oblique. It's um, it's like got the wind knocked out of him is the way I, I look at it. So we'll see how he feels and how what news comes out throughout the day on Friday. Seth Lugo kind of talked about this on yesterday's show. He is going to the IL with a calf injury. We already knew he wasn't going to make his next start, but the uh, the IL stint pretty much justifies a couple starts he'll be missing now to get healthy and get right for the Padres. Expect, I'd imagine, Ryan Weathers gets called back up as he made a, stop, a spot start recently for the Padres to fill in for some injured players. I could see him getting the, um, the, the call back to take Seth Lugo's spot in the rotation. And Weathers has shown signs of goodness from time to time. He's also shown signs of just getting destroyed, which is never good. But if you look at Ryan Weathers' um, numbers at this point in time, he is uh, he he. I said he made that spot start on May fourteenth. He went five and two thirds, four runs, four walks, three Ks. Uh, he's made three other starts this year. He's thrown twenty three and two thirds innings, allowing nine runs, fourteen Ks, three four two ERA, five two one xFIP. In the minors, he has made two starts. He has thrown eight innings. It's not a lot of run. He's walked seven and struck out eight. So walks continue to be a big problem for Ryan Weathers, but the overall uh, production has gotten better and better compared to previous seasons. So something to monitor with Ryan Weathers. Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, Jared Walsh, could be activated on Saturday. He wanted to play back-to-back games before being activated. He was playing Thursday night. He's supposed to play Friday night for AAA Salt Lake. If all goes well, he'll be back with the uh, the big club on Saturday. Uh, Dodgers manager Dave Roberts kind of said what I've been speculating uh, recently, ever since the Dustin May injury took place. Dave Roberts said Gavin Stone is the most likely to replace Dustin May in the rotation. Michael Grove is technically an option as well, but it all all signs point to Gavin Stone, and they should. They really, really should point to Gavin Stone, so get ready for that coming up shortly. Let's talk about some hitting highlights from your Thursday. There's a ton of offense, especially in that Cardinals-Dodgers game. My Lanta, that got wild towards the end. But Wilson Contreras, two for five, two home runs, two runs scored, six RBIs for the backstop in St. Louis. Um, it's been a rough go for him, but he's been hitting better at the plate. And the power production this on this game was very nice to see as Contreras is now hitting 256 on the season with five home runs, 21 runs scored, 24 RBIs, and even three stolen bases. So Contreras is starting to get things going once again. The, the just wonderful story of Nolan Gorman continued on Thursday night as Gorman went three for five with two more home runs. Two runs scored, three RBIs in that game against the Dodgers. Gorman is now hitting 295 on the season with 12 home runs, 18 runs scored, 36 RBIs, and three stolen bases. And the most important thing, he had a massive strikeout problem in 2022. Well, he's walking 12.4% of the time. That is Nolan Gorman with a 24.2% strikeout rate. 
So he's cut down on the strikeout rate quite a bit. And then Gorman has just the, the results have flourished in the uh, the average, the power, the walks even. It's been very, very nice to see Nolan Gorman take that next step. Another great guy that a former top prospect that's starting to get it going now is Josh Lowe of the Tampa Bay Rays. Lowe went two for four with a double, a home run, two run scored, an RBI on Thursday. And uh, Lowe is just having an amazing season. He's now hitting 306 with 10 home runs, seven stolen bases for Lowe with 26 runs scored and 30 RBIs. Josh Lowe's the real deal. Holyfield, he does platoon a little bit for the most part, though. He is the guy in um, in the outfield for the Tampa Bay Rays opposite of Rosarena and then Syrian center. So Josh Lowe is that dude, and he's getting the job done. For more details on the day's top hitters, make sure you check out the Daily Batters box at PitcherList.com. All right, some starting pitching highlights from your Thursday with all the offense. We, I'm going to highlight the three young guns that took the bump on Thursday, and that is Yuri Perez. We'll still lead the way here. The Miami Marlins, Yuri Perez. Five innings, one earned three, hits one walk, six strikeouts for the youngster, making his second career major league start. He only had six whiffs, a bit concerning, but he had a 31% CSW on 78 pitches, so that's pretty solid. Uh, Perez has now allowed three earned runs on the season on – all of them were three solo home runs, so he gives it the long ball. Otherwise, he's been very, very good. He's got 13 Ks and nine and two-thirds innings pitch, so Yuri Perez continues to uh, get the job done in his first two starts. Taj Bradley returned to the bigs for the to Tampa Bay Rays. He had three electric starts before getting demoted to AAA. Bradley struggled a ton in AAA. It's been well-discussed and documented. Well, he came back up, and he looked pretty darn good once again. Five innings pitched, two runners, three walks, two or three hits, two walks, and four strikeouts. He'd obviously like more strikeouts in that regard, but it's great to see him just limit the damage compared to what we saw in AAA. Ten whiffs with a 27% CSW. Bradley now has a 3.54 ERA, a 3.19 xFIP, and 27 Ks over 20 and a third innings pitched over four starts. So Taj Bradley back, ready to rock and roll in the Drew Rasmussen role. Logan Allen, lefty prospect for the Cleveland Guardians. He went five and two-thirds, one earned seven hits, one walk, and five strikeouts. Allen now has he had he had 12 hits and 24% CSW. Allen now has a 3-0-4 ERA with a 3-8-2 X fit with 29 Ks and 26 and two-thirds in his pitch. Tanner Bybee is the big name, the name everybody wants. He's the one people talk about, but Logan Allen has been really, really solid as well. He's brought a really nice floor to each and every matchup where Bybee pretty much has the ceiling in uh, that situation. So Cleveland Guardians have always been known to produce solid starting pitching, and they're just rocking it left and right yet again. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Head to the bullpen here. Just a couple saves to discuss from Thursday. Emmanuel Classe, even though the velocity hasn't been great, the strikeouts have not been there, he keeps getting the saves, folks. Emmanuel Classe picked up his 15th save of the season on Thursday. Pretty, pretty good. And then Carlos Estevez, who didn't feel like that long ago he was struggling to keep the closers role in Anaheim. He has taken it back and ran with it, picked up his 10th save of the season. And since he retook over like the full-time closing duties in Anaheim, Estevez has been absolutely outstanding. And all the discussion early in draft season about Estevez being a late-round value uh, saves target is coming to fruition at this point in time. Uh, Dylan Floro, we, we've talked about him almost every day this week. With A.J. Puck going to the I.L., Dylan Floro was taking over the closing duties in Miami. Well, he picked up his fourth save on Thursday, and now I give Floro three saves since Puck went on the I.L. on uh, it was like Sunday or Monday. So Floro has got, gotten the role at the right time. Those A.J. Puck um, managers are, are pretty bummed, thinking, man, I could have had all these chances for all these saves this week. What could have been? Make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com to get more information on all things relief pitching. All right, before we take a look at Friday's massive 15-game slate, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. 
When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain, and they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Intrican, a.k.a. KC Bubba. Let's hear from our buddy, Mr. Mark Paquette, with a preview of the weather on Friday. Thanks, Brian. Looking at today's schedule, one game sticks out like a sore thumb, and that's in St. Louis. There's going to be some rain around basically much of the day and the night. So this is a game that could easily postpone, but we'll have to keep an eye on it as we go through the day because... Uh, it's, it's, it's a cold front, so there's showers and thunderstorms all along it, but it's not like a solid ball of rain that will just prevent it from playing. So while postponement is possible, it's not definite. Have a good one, and back to you. Thanks, as always, Mark. We appreciate it. And hopefully the uh, little threats of rain stay far, far away. Some DFS targets. The DFS slate is a 12-game slate starting at like 7.07 p.m. Eastern time. So we have uh, some fun spots here because pitching's a little rough. We have like know, seven game totals over nine already as I record this show. Uh, Carl Carl Kaufman is going to make his debut for the Rockies in Texas against the hottest, one of the hottest teams in all of baseball. Uh, Crawford has an ERA over seven in the minors. He's got walk issues. This is a recipe for some big boy success for the Texas Rangers. So load them up, have some fun, enjoy the value of the Grossmans and Tavares of the world, and maybe Duran's still in the lineup as he even played when uh, Seager came back. So we'll have to see how that all unfolds, but uh, a good spot there for Texas. The, the Dodgers versus Steven Matz. The Dodgers' bats have woken up in a big way. We saw that on Thursday night as another example, and Steven Matz has been horrific. Everyone's hoping that Libertor just take Matz's role in the rotation. Maybe the Dodgers help in this cause and just finish this one off. And then you can game stack the Cleveland and the Mets game because Cookie Carrasco, as much as I love the man, he's making his return from the IL with the bone spurs in his elbow. He was not not good at all before he left, so Cleveland Guardians could have some fun there. On the flip side, Cal Quantrill, he's had a couple moments here and there, but for the most part, big boy struggles with Quantrill. Lots of contact, so the Mets could be fun there as well. On the pitching side of things, Joe Ryan heading into Anaheim. Joe Ryan's been ridiculous. Seven quality starts in eight outings so far this season. A very solid K to walk as well. So looking forward to him versus the Angels. And then Brian B- uh, Brandon Belak against the Oakland Athletics. We like most teams versus the A's, even though the A's are hitting better of late. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt there. But Belak's been good. He's gone from like four and a third, four and two. There's been five innings in his last start as he continues to get stretched out. It's about a K per inning, give or take, for Brandon Belak. He's very, very cheap on this slate. So it's a good spot to use Belak versus the A's. Some things I'm looking forward to. On this Friday, besides TGIF, and no, I'm just kidding. It's Friday, baby. Let's have some fun. Zach Gallon's taking the bump against the Pittsburgh Pirates. I just love everything Zach Gallon's doing. He's got a Cy Young campaign going this season because of all the blowups in baseball. 
Gallon's been pretty, pretty good so far this year. He's got a K to walk about 28.4% so far this season. It's a quality start machine. And now he goes up against a Pirates team with striking out over 30% of the time versus right-handed pitching in the month of May with like a .066 ISO. Um, they're, they're horrific right now. So Zach Gallon, get it done, kid. Bryce Miller, the legend, has allowed one run in like 18 innings or 19 innings since uh, getting called up three starts, 19 innings, one run total. He's got one walk as well, 18 strikeouts. He's been very, very good. And now he takes on the Atlanta Braves. This is a fun one. In Atlanta, very potent Braves offense. Don't need to tell you all a lot about that. It's pretty self-explanatory. So it's going to be a fun test to see what the young gun Bryce Miller has against the Atlanta Braves. And then James Paxton. Paxton making his second start back since uh, multiple injuries all the time with James Paxton. But five solid innings of nine Ks in his debut when the velocity was up. We haven't seen velocity like that from Paxton in years. So what I'm looking forward to is does he continue the velocity in this start? Because we've seen guys do that, and then it falls off and things are a problem. So I really want to see what this velocity lies with James Paxton this time around. I guess the San Diego Padres should be Manny Machado less, which could be nice. But still, a good Padres team when they're all clicking. All right, that'll wrap us up, folks. Another pitch uh, episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Hope you guys enjoyed this week's action. Uh, as always, Jake Crumpler will be covering for the weekend, and I'll be back with you guys on Monday's show. Make sure you guys go check out PitcherList.com. Become a member over there at PL Plus, PL Pro. You get to be a member in the Discord, plus all the great tools, the PLV tools, the Pitcher Bot, and much, much more. So go check that out at PitcherList.com. You will not regret it. But I'll do it, folks. Once again, I'm your host, Brian Entrick, KKC Bubba. You can find me on Twitter at BD Entrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. And I'll be back to you guys Monday. I hope you all have a great weekend, and I'll catch you. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.